Hey, hi, hello. How are you and how's it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. And I'm, I'm Jorge. Brian. It's like before I'm even <laughs> saying it now. <laughs> I'm seeing how early I can hop in there. The <laughs> yesterday's one, because we're released now. Hello, this is the bonus episode for this week. Um... And that's Yesterday's and that's was, Brian. I did talk over you. I'm uh, I'm Jorge I'm, and you're Brian. I'm Brian. Yes. And you're Jorge. That's me. There we go. <laughs> and welcome to the Bloody Stream podcast. We're gonna spend the next five minutes just introing again. No. Um yeah, the, the intro yesterday was so loud that I I literally keep laughing every time I had to listen to it while I was putting the episode together. Uh. <laughs> it's, well, you just hear me very quietly go. Oh my god! In the background, that's how I got to come in hot so I have the right energy for the show. Uh, it's perfect. So a few mentions that I have—I yes. didn't get as far as I wanted to, but I have been trying to watch all of the other Hellraisers. Uh, okay, okay. Yes, if you heard our last episode on the original Hellraiser that we finally did just in time for um, for this for this, this episode, yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll know that Hellraiser 1987 is streaming on Amazon Prime Video, Hoopla, Shudder, Tubi, Hoopla. pretty much everywhere. A lot of places, yeah. But the rest of the Hellraisers, it gets it gets a little tougher. I believe that yes. uh, Hellbound colon Hellraiser 2 from 1988 is also <laughs> many places. Prime yes. Video, Hoopla, Shudder, Tubi TV. I now that I think about it, both of those first two are New Line Cinema, and the reason that Hellbound has some issues with their narrative mm-hmm. and things like that is because new line was running out of money. They had approved the budget for this to be massive. Yeah. So the way the script is and the plans that they had were for a much larger budget. And then all their debt complete. finally got caught up with them. And they're like, we <laughs> simply don't have the money. We can't do it. Here is a matte painting of a maze. You're welcome. Which That's is all we've got. Why that movie is kind of weird. Uh, yes. So I'm just thinking that... Not even bad, just weird. Like, it's just... Yeah, weird. there's some really good good stuff in that one. Overall, I would call Hellbound still just a smiley face. Maybe Mr. Cool. Maybe Mr. Maybe cool. Maybe yeah. just for, like, how cool some of the stuff is. But it, it really just... Some of it just doesn't make any fucking sense. And you don't really know yeah. what's happening at yeah. some point. It is just a series of Hellraiser vignettes, basically. Uh, <laughs> it's more cool imagery, but, like... That's it, yeah. But I'm wondering if that's why the first two are all over the place, just because of like the the problems with New Line at the time. They just kind of end like the rights for it ended up a mm-hmm. lot more loosey goosey than the rest of them. I don't know yes. which studio the rest of them are with. I don't know if it's still New I Line. I don't know or, where or they went. What? But the rest of them are not as easy to to find. No way. Hellraiser three. Hell on earth. Hell on earth is on Cinemax. So you can what I what I did was oh. I got a uh it has an Amazon channel for it. Yes. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can sign up for a 7-day free trial to the Cinemax channel on Amazon Prime, which will give you access to Hellraiser 3. And then it's uh Hellraiser Bloodline, I believe. Bloodline, yes. It's colon colon it's Bloodline, which is also colon, on colon Bloodline Cinemax. <laughs> Uh, and then, do you know where the rest of them are? You said you watched, like, a way later one? Okay, I watched Judgment, which is, I think, literally, like, 9 or 10. Um, 
I don't remember all the. I I know a lot of the other names, but I don't remember the order they are in. I'm, except I I'm know. I'm just pulling it up because I'm pretty sure Hell World, which is like the online one, is like seven or eight. I, I want to say. I can't wait for that. So Bloodline is um, the yeah. fourth one. Then we have okay. Hellraiser: Colon Inferno. Inferno, yes. Uh, which I'm just live checking these in thebloodystream.com, where you can find out where com. all movies are streaming. You can do that right now, folks. You can join in yes. on the fun. So Hellraiser: Inferno is also on Cinemax. Okay. And then we have Hellraiser colon Hellseeker. Yes. So that's Hellraiser 6. I know which... that one of them has the guy who plays Mayhem from those commercials. He oh, nice. He's in a few things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, a, like an actor. It's so <laughs> Hellraiser is <laughs> also on Cinemax. I'm in the middle of watching Hellraiser Bloodline, and you would not guess who's in it. Do you, I you know, know it's Adam I know, Scott folks, is in I, fucking Hellraiser Bloodline. Little baby Adam Scott is running around in a period piece costume, like drinking wine and slapping women around and being a fucking like Ponzi little We saw asshole. his name and Shannon was like Adam Scott and I did not even think twice about it. I'm yeah. like, there's no way. I just I assumed exactly. it was a different Adam Scott. It feels like a common <laughs> name, you know. It's a very common sounding name. Yeah, I was, my my it. tone was of like, and you're stupid for thinking it's actually Adam Scott. Uh, and then he just and then it up. absolutely was like he answers the door he and turns, you're like, yeah. oh god damn it, he's actually in this piece of garbage. It's so good. I kind of I so far I like I was watched Bloodline when I was younger and I do kind of like it actually. It's got some. Go- it's another one that like. Some of the gimmick is good. It also suffers from budget issues super hard. Like that one. Oh was yeah, some of the beginning CGI you know I mean? stuff is is, is exactly like it's it's that. rough. Yeah yeah yeah. There's there's some rough stuff. In but I, I'm just a sucker for it an tries. origin story. Exactly. Yeah yeah yeah. Um. So so far I've checked. Uh. So Hellraiser three Hell on Earth. Hellraiser Bloodline. Hellraiser Inferno. Hellraiser Hellseeker. Hellraiser yes. Debtor. And Hellraiser Hellworld okay. are all on. Cinemax. None and of those. The, I don't believe anything about them. Ever. I think. Then we have like, Hellraiser. Hell World has Lance Henriksen in it. I think it might. Have. I don't know who that is. And then we have Hellraiser. He Bishop in Aliens. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Then we have Hellraiser Revelations, which is on 2B TV, Pluto yes, TV, that's a found and Plex. Footage one. <laughs> it's a found footage one? Yes. Ooh, I I've seen watch the beginning one. of that one, and it's rough. And you watched Hellraiser Judgment, which is 2018, yes. so we're really starting to catch up here. Yes. Uh, it's on Freebie, I think, is Freebie, where I watched it. which is like it. Amazon Prime, basically. It's a few places. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 2B TV, Redbox, Pluto TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Freebies. Plex, the, of course. Yeah, 2B and, and Freebies. The, we would, Amazon. We should just yeah. say Amazon Prime. Just that just means Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're not talking about any of those today. Thank God. Of which I would say, <laughs> you know how we feel about Hellraiser, Ghost Girl Alien, Hellraiser 2 is Smiley pushing into Mr. Smiley cool. Maybe Mr. cool yeah. Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, is the Smiley mainly for the Hell on Earth parts and not yes. at all for the rest of the movie? When Pinhead uh, forces a stigmata on himself and opens it up and mockingly says, I am the way, while a cross explodes behind him. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's good. That's cool. It's and then everything else is when the main character is running down the street and Pinhead is just making everything explode around her, and he makes CD head and like video camera. Oh man. my god! The the, the Cenobites in that one. He's like he openly is like these guys kind of suck, but suck, yeah. I got Cenobites now. He again. is literally going. Everyone I know has been bodied. I'm just making do with what I got, and they're like, "We love you, Pinhead." We'll forgive this. <laughs> and I I believe that, that CD is like pretty well beloved <laughs> for how fucking stupid he is. 
Uh, Blood, that in your Bloodline's <laughs> cool for narrative for uh, for yeah. origin story, and it's in but space, but it's like smiley face. Angelique is interesting. The, yeah, there's the something going lady. on there. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. And then uh, I, the rest <sighs> of them, I saw Deader when I was a child as well. I and think I saw Inferno. I know Deader. There's like kids who like teens have a thing where they use, I think, the box to. Uh, <laughs> That was great. Play uh, <laughs> some sort of game where they like purposely die for a little bit and then come back to life. And there's like, oh, sort of like Flatliners. <laughs> yeah, there's something yeah. like that going on. I'm like, that's kind. Okay. That's all I really remember about. It. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Oh, are they like a cult or something? I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I vaguely know that one. Inferno to... is actually not terrible. Like it's schlock. Yeah. But it's not terrible. Yeah, anyway. It's really weird how these are. Wow, Deader and Hell World came out same year. June and September. Yikes. Jesus you Christ. <laughs> you don't need... Guy, That's hey, whoever wild. is making those, you can wait to fucking hold on to your copyright on stuff. You don't have to do it immediately. <laughs> you know, you sometimes it's like you think that Hellraiser hasn't been being made the entire time. Yeah. But listen to the difference between years. Like, yeah. Uh, from Hellraiser to Hellraiser 2, one year... Four mm. years, four years, four years, two years, three, zero, no. six, <laughs> seven, and four. So there's yeah. not been a time period of more than seven years in which Hellraiser movies have come out. It's always there. It's always it's been around. And yeah. uninterrupted. <laughs> but the the wild thing about these series is like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween. At like pretty yeah. early on, they stop feeling as much like movies and more just like more Hellraiser, right? Like it's... These 100%. When you watch yes. a Hellraiser sequel, you don't... It just doesn't feel like you're watching a real movie. Well, it's just like you're watching more fanfic fever dream stuff of this series that you now like. And so you will tolerate yeah. way more. Can I tell you why that is? Why? Because... Uh, after the fourth one, very specifically, most of the scripts for it were not in any way, shape, or form Hellraiser scripts. Mm -hmm. They were scripts that people were shopping around and like looking at going, ooh, this is interesting. And the studio went, hey, we have Pinhead. We got Pinhead. We have Hellraiser. Let's just make it into that. So you're saying so everything like, after Bloodline? Pretty much. That makes sense. Except Judge... Like, uh, I think Revelations and Judgment, because that's a whole they like. There's so a that's like the where, return, basically. Exactly where they start like uh, going into it again. Uh, I'm trying to look up the guy's name. There's a well, guy the, who for was this, involved with the those. screenwriters after starting with Inferno after Bloodline. That Inferno has Paul Harris Boardman and Scott Derrickson. Uh, Scott Derrickson, holy shit! That's why it's okay. Who's that? He did. Um, he, he it's okay. I'll say yeah. that. That's why it's okay. Uh, he did uh, Sinister. He did The Black Phone. He did The First oh. Doctor Strange. Like, he's a real director now. <laughs> there is, because there's a lot of repeat screenwriters. Because then Hellseeker has yeah. Carl V. Dupre and Tim Day. And okay. Hellraiser Debtor has somebody and Tim Day again. Yes. And then Hell World has Carl V. Dupre again from Hellseeker. Whoa. And then Revelations and Judgments, the same guy, Gary J. It's Gary Tentacliffe. J. Tentacliffe, yeah. And uh, the new Hellraiser's Ben Collins and Luke Piotrowski, who you might recognize from, you said The Night House, is they, they wrote that as well? Is that what you For said? For this new one? Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, Absolutely. directed by David Bruckner from The Night mm. House. I don't know why um, we've been. It's really good that we did an episode on The Night House because it's coming up in every God. episode we're doing. It's so relevant to That's this. That's so thing. weird. Also, they announced a bunch of uh, multiple. I don't know if one of them had already been out or they were just. I think Shutter announced like two separate VHS movies. Hell yeah. Yeah. So from a lot of the people who were doing those original ones. Um, so it'll be good. Yeah, By the I, way, Gary J. Tunnicliffe worked on um, he worked on makeup effects for all of the Hellraiser films from ooh. three onward, uh, and then got he basically was working on effects for all of those, and uh, then finally was like, "Can I show you my script?" And the producers were like, "We have fine, sure, whatever." I, and he went, "Thank you," and then made his movie. But I gotta say, I mean, the effects in one and two are awesome. Yeah. The effects in three and Bloodline are not so awesome. Don't three three is the one that. where Pinhead. Sorry, Gary. The, that's the first like, I didn't think about how. Oh, to Hell World, to Hell World. Not uh, he start. Yeah, he wrote Revelation. Like right. he wasn't doing uh, effects for the ones he wrote and directed. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, that's the first time I really appreciated how difficult the pins in Pinhead's head yes. are to do because in Hell on Earth and bloodline they look rubbery because they move around when he speaks because it's just a prosthetic added to the outside of his skin (laughs) and like a pin that's all the way into your skull wouldn't move but how do you get a pin to not move without having it actually stick in place somewhere to your skull you know uh so it's just very funny because he in three he's in the pillar of flesh and his head is just sticking out and he looks hilarious in a terrible I color and he has these rubbery that. pins that are just like dangling very around white. all over yeah, the like place. It's not good. It's yeah, very it's upsetting. So stupid and funny. <laughs> but we're not talking well, about any of that. He's also making faces too. Like he's going he's like, going, bleh, bleh, bleh. Bleh, like yeah. Bleh. Bleh. But we're talking about the new Hellraiser today. Hellra- the yes. remake. The first just remake Hellraiser. since 1987. As we said, made by the people who made The Night House. You can watch this one on Hulu pretty exclusively. Like, that's a big, it's big there. advertisement. It's a Hulu original. Yeah, it's a Hulu original. Just Hellraiser 2022. One of the first credits you see is Hulu presents a Hulu original. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no shit they do. Like, I what are you love talking that. about? <laughs> Brian, what would you rate Hellraiser? Um, 2022. So I'll say this Unlock Your Fears. This is very easily the best Hellraiser sequel. For sure. Like, for sure. There's no other way around it. Um, Maybe Hellbound colon Hellraiser 2. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm around that same area of, like, uh, I'm I'm at a high smiley, maybe a Mr. Cool if we talk about it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, if I find a couple more things, I might be willing to go up to it. But for now, like, a high smiley for sure. Yeah, I think uh, I'm also sitting probably at a high smiley. There's some of some of similar complaints as the Night House. That's what I was gonna say. Honestly, it's pretty the, much the exact same criticism. In the realm of like <laughs> over the like bonking you over the head uh, metaphor, you know, <laughs> <laughs> while very very cool things are happening, it, it so looks it's just great. Like, while you're like, wait, what? What? <laughs> So the some warnings for this one, um, lots of references to drug abuse, yeah, alcohol discussion abuse, discussion of addiction and that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, I don't think any animal violence except for humans. It's mostly just humans getting. Yeah, you know, they're getting hellraisered, and it's hell honestly raisered, yeah. not as grotesque as the old ones. Maybe I'm just 
extremely desensitized. There's some stuff in there, um, but it's oh, like I think overall, it's not as there's some stuff in there. There is some, some stuff, stuff for there. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, should you watch the movie first? I don't think it matters. Eh, there's so, like they they're doing something new here. It's not just the same plot as any of the old ones. So. That's a good point. That's a good point. In, when we said remake, we didn't. It's not actually a remake. That's. It doesn't have. It's not the same story being told. That's a curious by anything. You know what I mean. That is a curious thing. Does it have to be the same story for it to be a remake? We would still consider I'm Friday call the it a th- reboot. Well, I mean that's definitely true. Because uh, things are different in this. Well, like, think about the remake of Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, we consider both point. of those remakes. I mean, Nightmares was pretty close. Nightmares pretty close. It, Friday it's, the Thirteenth covers like the first three movies, basically. At least yeah, stuff from the first yeah, three, right. but it is a different plot. That also has jacket, Jason. So, and it has fucking my boy Winchester, <laughs> Sam, Jared, Padal- <laughs> Jared Padalecki. Yo, Jared Padalecki. <laughs> yeah, and there you go. Yes, I absolutely. Love, I love the remake for thirteenth. Um, so, the like the I yeah the remake reboot. I don't I don't know what to call it. Sequel. Re- the requel. I, I, re- I think it can be a remake with a different plot. Okay, right. It's definitely well, and it's only kind it's of just a, Hellraiser. Also, like yeah, and it's thank re- God it is. That's the thing is that it's just Hellraiser, yes. and it's definitely a reboot. And I think that makes it a remake of the first one. Okay, maybe. Who Let cares? Let us know honestly. how stupid we sound on <laughs> yes. This. Uh, and so the point being that there are technically spoilers. It's uh, there's at least one spoiler that's. I mean. But yeah, it's not, it's there's not, some stuff you don't necessarily the, want. The strength of the film is not going to lie in its narrative value, yes. plot, and its plot, I should say. So, you know, it's it's pretty Honestly, much up to you. Go back and listen to the Nighthouse thing of whether we sh- we say if you should watch it before or not, and take that same advice because it's yeah. just I'm going to treat it the same way. <laughs> so let's go ahead and once again very aptly pop open the wait. Yes. Wait. What do you? No, they just call it the Leviathan. It's just well, they, it's still a spoiler configuration. It's weird. They we'll actually, talk about yeah. that, but um, we're it gets so close. It's to so funny. I actually want you to pop it up because almost. I want to talk about where the spoiler <laughs> configuration actually fits into this. Um, we're gonna sit in a strange room as the lights go really cool, like a pool at night, and we do a sensual thumb circle to open the spoiler configuration. <laughs> like a pool at night. That's what they look, the lights look like when the Cenobites come. It's good. Yeah, no, it is. I it actually is like good. it. It's I actually think fun. it looks nice, but like that's yeah. what it reminded me of was like. So the, the, water the reflecting the plot for this one is there is the our our main protagonist Riley. Riley. No, nobody has last names. Uh, no way. Is she an alcoholic or She's a drug addict? Drug addict. Yeah, she's a recovering drug addict. Okay. Because they... She does... Somebody uh, even says we don't drink alcohol around... Right. Yeah, you're right. You're yes. right. She's also She's just pills. an... Yeah, 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 she yeah. is an addict in the, the sort of vague sense of it. Yeah, yeah so she she's a, she's in recovery. She lives with her brother, Colin. Matt. Matt. Colin's her... The uh, boyfriend. Her Sorry, boy. they just have the names here and pictures They're of right. white men, and I'm like, I can't tell who's... Unbelievably tough <laughs> Um. <laughs> yes, Matt, her brother, and Matt's boyfriend Trevor. 
and nope, Matt's boyfriend Colin. Colin. Trevor is the person she's banging down sexually. God damn! Why did they put Trevor style? between Colin and Matt in these credits? Because that's where the fans want them to be. <laughs> they want Trevor between Colin and Matt, and all and then, good time. <laughs> and so yeah, so Riley lives with Colin and Matt and their roommate Nora. Nora, yes. Cool. And you got it. She's banging out Trevor. <laughs> Sexual style. <laughs> yes. And Trevor finds, uh, figures out, they they run, they get the lament configuration, basically. He goes, point. we yeah, don't need to cover every little yeah. little bit of, they end up with no, the lament configuration. Uh, her brother ends up accidentally getting taken by the Cenobites instead of her. So now she's trying yeah, to complete this adventure to yeah, save exactly. him. Uh and find out it offers after a certain number of kills. Yes. It gives you a boon. Basically. This is one of the big changes is that a the change. <laughs> the lament configuration, it's no longer you open it to experience ultimate realms of pleasure and mm-hmm. pain. You have to now whenever the, it starts out in the lament configuration, which is a the box. classic cube, and it every time you solve it once, you solve it in it you were shifting it into a new configuration. Mm-hmm. And a little knife pops out, and whoever, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when it draws blood from somebody, they get taken by the Cenobites as a sacrifice, and you have yes. to get five sacrifices in order yeah. to receive a gift from the Cenobites, and each gift is named gone. after one of the configurations, and is like a certain thing like power, or knowledge. pleasure, or knowledge, or yeah, uh, sensation. I think was one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is funny. And the what? So there are many. There are several configurations. One of them being the lament configuration. Another yes. one being like the Leviathan configuration is That's for power. Yeah, I forget what the names of the other ones are. Um, lore for sure is the one for knowledge. They're, they're all L names. Yeah, right? they're it's all the lore L's. configuration. Um. I forget. Yeah, it's some tough. of them I are wish weird. I had them in front of me. Damn it! But it's funny because we. We can, if man, if we had a synonym for spoiler that started with L, we could just add the oh. spoiler configuration to it, which to is, it to it, which is. Fuck. But what? But the lore configuration is knowledge, right? Yes, we could open the lore. Configuration. We should just rename it to. The, I mean, I guess people like the spoiler configuration now, but the lore configuration is literally what it is that we're doing. Exactly, it's you unlock it exactly for knowledge. Happening. Damn um, it. And there's no synonym for spoiler. I can't think of anything in terms of spoiler for L. The let you know what's happening configuration. (laughs) (laughs) So let us know whether you you prefer spoiler or lore configuration. Because now we have a a canon thing to do. (laughs) If you can think of an L synonym for spoiler, please. Yes. And so she's... Kind of trying to not use the box, but at the same time, when it comes out, having been like, I kind of, oh, the, because obviously there's the Lazarus configuration, which is resurrection, resurrection, which is how she thinks she can get her brother back. Uh, So she's kind of like, oh no, it's so scary. And then it's like, but it's already open, so I might as well just. (laughs) A lot of them are by accident. She gets one centibite with it, like she's thinking that might be a way. We find out that. Trevor is, was actually the whole time secretly working for the a quote-unquote millionaire, which I think is very funny because they definitely 
portray him as like a Playboy billionaire, and then they're like <laughs> millionaire, whatever Voight, and I'm like millionaire, like that's millionaire in this day and age. You're not, not really. getting all this shit. You don't get to make like a giant mansion surrounded by crazy archaic yeah, metal all- fencing. And for a million all, dollars, and get them all put like, up with your power that you could just flip a switch and have it all start going. Like it just reminds me of uh, in Austin Powers, the first request <laughs> that Doctor Evil makes for money, everybody laughs at him because they're like, "We literally make more money than that." Million just dollars? Yeah, we'll send. Yeah. We'll email. <laughs> uh, I just, I By the way, I it's it's lament, lore, laudorant, liminal. Lazarus and Leviathan. Liminal is pleasure. Liminal is sensation. Yeah, what was the, the one before that? Um, Lauderant, which is love. Oh. Nobody does that. And one. then Lazarus and Leviathan. Yes. Bingo. Bingo. Okay. Bingo. That's cool. Uh, I do I do like that setup with <laughs> the different cool. configurations, just like kind of. I appreciate to it. that as an upgrade, like as a as a change thing. Yeah, but we find out that the a millionaire that we saw at the beginning of the movie. I'm not going step by step because it doesn't no. really matter. It's not like what I want to focus on. Okay. Uh, the millionaire Voight pick like got his five sacrifices and picked uh, the pleasure, which was liminal liminal configuration, yes. but they're. To the Cenobite's pleasure is pain, so he just gets a big machine in his chest that keeps him alive forever. I think, but, like, but he's also running like, around his nerves. Like, yeah, it does something to grind up his nerves and be extremely painful. It's a good looking thing. I really like when when they well he manages to get the Cenobites again, and they're like, "Hey, we actually do think that what you did to trap us was dope." Yeah. But we can't take back your gift. <laughs> yeah. We can only exchange it. Exchange. Uh, and so he exchanges it for Leviathan, power. which is power. Yes. And I think it is very cool when the thing in his chest is, like, falling apart and falling out of him. It just yeah. has very good, like, sound work and, like, the way it looks. That this, whole this... sequence is really good because even the I – I actually couldn't tell. I mean, I'm sure maybe upon another watch I'd be like, oh, of course it's this. When his body gets because re- it's it's a thing like shoved into his chest. It's like a machine yeah. style thing with like clicks and whirs and all that sort of stuff. Um, that's constantly like moving a like vein or like a part of a nerve. It's yeah, a, it's a nice looking like the classic like Hellraiser weird... red strands yeah, coming out yeah, of people yeah, yeah. that are just being like, um, like a loom. Yes, yeah, it, it, that's what it feels like. It's like a disgusting, weird, sensational loom, flesh loom, um, blech. flesh of the loom. But that comes out, and it's, like, coming out in pieces. It's really good. And then his body, like, reforms around, like, you know, back together. And it, that effect looks very nice. Like, reminiscent of the uh, first one when Frank is starting to come back. Like, some of those close-up shots. It has that, like, yeah. eerie, like, bleh kind of look to it. Yeah, so, that was all just yeah. good CGI. Frank's exactly. was, uh, like... Oh, a- that was all practical. It's a wax model being melted in reverse, and, reverse, and yeah. then like reversed, and that's why it looks so fucking good. That's when you the thing, go. and that's why like certain things, some of that stuff when you can just see it happening, yeah, and you know it's a thing that is physically in the world. It feels so much different, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's basically the. Well, I mean, the the other thing is Riley does also get her gift from the Cenobites 
but chooses to refuse the gifts because she now understands that their gifts are all going to be fucked up. It's and all evil. a fucking nightmare if you do that. Yeah. And so they're like, you actually did pick the lament configuration, right. which means that you will like be sad forever and not know whether you made the right decision. So the, fuck you. Yeah. Still win. The price being that you have to live with what it took to get to them, basically. Right. Like, but she does get to walk away with yeah with uh, Trevor. No, Colin being the Colin. only. The only survivor. Trevor's super dead. Yes. He got he got took real good. <laughs> he got annihilated. Uh because so, he was a bad guy. Yeah. So some of the, the really cool stuff is like the visuals that they have yes. for the Hellraiser visuals. You know, some one of, of them the cool being cool stuff is the Cenobite. <laughs> yeah. So what one being Pinhead looks fine. Um is, I like the priest, yeah. Yeah, is is femme this time, and which matches the actual original novella, The yes. Hellbound Heart. Jamie Clayton, who is a trans woman, plays the really? priest this time. I didn't, yes. I didn't know she was trans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they lean into that, like, the voice especially is leaned into a more, like, femme, but kind of still on that, like, androgynous sort of line. Like, it definitely leaning towards femme, but, like a little more playing with the gender than just like Doug. I love Doug Bradley as yeah. pinhead slash helper. That's a dude. Like he is just, you know, <laughs> that's he, him. And he stares at you while right. he says it and you go, yeah, okay, I, yeah, you're right. That's for true. I, I call get the, it. I call the priest fan because these Cenobites are all over the place and they don't state their pronouns or <laughs> gender. So, uh, we, and I so, would love if they did. That. Yeah. The, the priest looks, looks great. They yes. what what I love is that they did not go the S and M inspired route like the, yeah. the bondage inspired because like very specifically Clive Barker took the visuals for the original Cenobites like all the leather and stuff from certain scenes in the Kink community. Okay, um, that makes sense. that is like that's not an act. I mean, obviously that's where it's from, <laughs> but it is like it's but not a secret. Has stated you know, it is that, openly yeah, exactly. like <laughs> that is where he got it from, and it, it makes sense, you know, because it's some of those. Uh, communities are highly involved in seeking pleasure, right? Yeah, um, totally. So here they didn't redo that, which I love. Like, let's do something that is exactly it matches what has been written in the text, the and vibe, the, yeah. the vibe, and we're gonna try something different. So instead of the leather and such, they if you play Magic the Gathering, they switch from black. Fuck. Off. Black Praetor Phyrexians to White Praetor, like White Mana Phyrexians, basically. They actually do, and I'm really pissed that I understand that. <laughs> it, but it looks amazing. I'm, it I'm looks like, great. I'm like, dude, that bitch is fucking Elish Norm. Directly <laughs> the White Phyrexian Praetor. Uh, it, it, I don't know. It's like their their skin is all like very white, and it is a lot of like flesh work done into that like yes. looks like clothing at the same there's time. a lot of exactly it's kind of the idea taken like up to the degree because you see that a little bit with the original cenobites mm-hmm. um i mean pinhead very specifically has the kind of like it's with leather it's with that sort of leather he's got his little it, nipple holes but yeah. he's got the holes and it's got the thing dragging down on it with the little hook or whatever but like he's got the open stomach kind of like stuff going on this is all like their clothes in quote because it's just their flesh have been like formed out of that it's very interesting looking yeah i really i really love the way their bodies look absolutely uh we also have a bunch of repeats come back uh the main one being the chatterer which once again i, was say, I think we only have two as repeats i think it's yeah, just I priest think it's, and chatterer 
no, no. The the I in the the female is what her name is in the original. In oh. this one, she's either the gasp or the asphyx. I think it's I think gasp it's the gasp because the the asphyx is the specific like it's the new one who mm. has the thing over their face. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that okay, that makes sense. So it's a, it's the priest. That's the, a big read. The weeper and the gasp. Yeah. Sorry. The 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 priest, the chatter, the <laughs> gasp, which is Pinhead, the chatter, and the female from the from original. The, first, yes. the only one they left out was Butterball, which I think is is a good move. It's fair, but justice well, it, for Butterball. <laughs> I mean, justice for Butterball for sure. But it is also like these are supposed to be like grotesque monstrosities and Butterball's main thing was that he was fat and it's, it was, it's fat phobic and like not good for, you know, modern discussions of, of body image and things like that. So I think it's a good choice to remove Butterball. He does have a place in my, in my heart. Well, when your one gimmick is hidden behind your sunglasses. So for 90% of the movie, you look like just a large person. That's not great. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and like some of the, the grotesquities in his grotesquities, grotesque, gr- whoa, plural noun, grotesque things, <laughs> Gr- grotesquities. Gr- just I, keep going. I know there's a word for it, but when the main thing that he has you. going on in his face is just that he's like drooling a bunch and like licking his lips, it's just like okay, if we could have we could have just ripped <laughs> it open a little. Grotesquities. That's what I feel like. Yes. We could have ripped him up a little bit, you know? Oh, like, abs- done oh something. absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, just lop off the nose or something, you know? Just yeah, give him anything, Give really. him a really long tongue. Do anything else besides just <laughs> making, literally else. naming him Butterball. Fatty, yeah. Just like, <laughs> dude, come on. Uh, I appreciate yes. that they changed their names here. And the, the priest is how Pinhead is referred to in the original text as yes. well. To the point that uh, in the Scarlet Gospels, which is like the only other, like, book actual book follow-up by clive oh i actually don't know um, that. uh it's from like it's later it's like super mm. down the line um he call and in the comics too they very much try to refer to pinhead as the hell priest that's like the name they're like this is the, we're pushing hell priest and everyone's like who and they're like the guy with the pins and they're like <laughs> the pinhead pin- and they're pin- like, no <laughs> it's a stupid name oh you mean pinhead yeah fuck yeah like <laughs> it's exactly uh, what it is but which yeah. i i think it's perfectly fine to do it like that like in in universe he should have a cooler name than pinhead and then we all refer to him as colloquially yeah like um it's a nickname it's a shorthand like it's not you know we're not gonna run into him so whatever yeah (laughs) so the although if we did he would they would just annihilate everybody for calling him pinhead yeah, the the gasp still has the like her throat ripped open, and they now have like a better voice to to match it. Yeah, which I think yeah, is yeah. a good good choice. The chatterer is there in his full like remake chattering glory. Really liked chatterer a lot for yeah. the time. Also has like a configuration like jammed in the back of its head. I think, or it ha- it has some sort of device. Like it looked, it reminded right. me of one of the configurations, but it's like jammed like thoroughly in the back of its head and i'm just like that looks very uncomfortable <laughs> yeah he chatters like some shit uh what else about him like the he's the one he's the muscle again is the thing i wanted to say he's the muscle again. which is so funny that every time he's the one that like just actually chases after people and grabs them and chatters at See, them the other thing is he also looks 
He's bigger in this he's one. He's the beefiest one, like, yeah. He's very clearly a bigger like. He's like actor. the tallest one, yeah. And man, does that work better than having him lightly shove Frank back into the middle of the room oh, with one yeah. hand. I'll never forget. Because he acts like a tough guy, like mob enforcer, where he's like, you ain't yeah. going anywhere. And he's You're like, going nowhere. Yeah. And he like pushes him like with one hand very lightly. In this, he's like a ginormous beefcake and he like moves a whole gate while two people are pushing like back against him very easily and he gets to bite someone for once (laughs) yeah he's the only centibite that gets killed which makes me kind of sad jobbed out again that's what happens when you're the muscle you gotta take the l like you're you're the person who's getting hit the other very cool thing you're the arch enemy in the commander game (laughs) they have the uh so it's the this configuration is actually featured in the second Hellraiser. It's the diamond-looking form that it can take, and it's the form gotcha. of in Hellbound, like the second Hellraiser. It is like the evil god that they serve, and Leviathan. It, yeah, yeah. It's it, I think it's also called Leviathan in Hellbound, and it like sits yeah. above their crazy labyrinth hellscape that they're Shooting, all from. Like, black light, like, at, yeah. like all the like the beams of like darkness out of it, and like being weird. Yeah, so they also have that in this one. Like, the sketches, they talk about their evil god, which you can go see if you open up the box. And it is <laughs> Leviathan again, and it's the final configuration of the box. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's cool. You know, I like evil god shit. Absolutely. I also think it looks great in this. I think um, my one visual or, like, cinematography complaint would be that sometimes it is just too dark and dim oh yeah like, there's a couple of shots that are just like oh yeah i can't fucking see when they're thing. outside the mansion there's like a good there's 30 minutes rough... where you just have no fucking idea yeah. what's going on it, it can be rough um which the i one that's I, the a one huge, i did like huge, yeah huge thumbs down for me that's I the hate... only that's the big thumbs down but like when you can see the stuff you're like oh that's really nice Pretty um cool. the one of the one of the things that i did love what that was dark because they specifically they just have very specific like lights in the scene was when Leviathan arrives and you can kind of see the maze that it forms. Like there's the house, there's the mansion they're in and it's very dark, but like when the lightning kind of like goes and a little bit of like lights that they have, you can see that the rest of the outside world is just the labyrinth around it. And you're like, Ooh, that's like very, well, this giant fucking uh, diamond shaped, like God, whatever is coming down on the mansion. You're like, Oh, this is very sick. Yeah, and I love that this evil god is just a shape, you know? Yeah. It's it's just very cool and ominous. Uh, and the, What's not to love? A very cool thing that it's like, it happens really mostly after the narrative and plot is concluded. So okay. it's, it's either just, it's either set up for a future movie, but I don't think there's one planned. So it's really just like, and check out how cool this is. Yes. And it's, it's uh, Voy exchanges his gift, pleasure, for power. Power. Which, uh, obviously. So you see, like, a massive chain come from the sky through a hole in, in the ceiling of the mansion. It's so large. And it, it just pierces right through him and then slowly draws him up into the sky. This and is also the, where we get the best music cue because it's just the original theme. <laughs> yes, they used original music throughout the movie. They use movie, it through a bit, which... and they have the big triumphant moment while he's getting like. I think it's because up in, I think yeah. specifically the priest says we have such sights to show you, and yeah. then they cue the original <laughs> music, yeah. and the chain starts to take him away, and it's very good. It's perfection. 
But after, like, pretty much the last scene in the movie is up in, like, what literally looks like heaven, and he's on some sort of, like, golden torture device-looking thing, and we see all of the Cenobite shit happen to him, yeah, and his eyes go black like they have, and he... You just watch him become a centibite. He's a centibite now. It's uh, it just looks cool. It's very cool. I didn't, I didn't even think it was like that cool while I was watching it. I'm like, oh, whatever, because it doesn't like really have any effect on the plot. I don't know, like why is this happening afterwards. Not like they're fighting him now. Um, but then I, I was just kind of, I'm still just kind of thinking about it. I'm like, visually, that shit looked really cool. Exactly. Not just and it's well, because some... he's also like eyebrows and hair. Like he's like, yeah, he's almost like a doll. Like. He's completely like pre, like a plastic, just like right. outline of a person almost at that point. He's fully like cleaned, basically like purified and pure. Sense. And pure. it's oh, I gotta be pure. <laughs> and it's not just it's not the torture <laughs> shit that happens to him. It's just yeah. something about that he's in a very serene, like heaven looking place on like a golden item. And it, absolutely, it's just cool. And angels to some, or demons to some, demons angels to angels others. to others. Uh, so yeah, I, that's, that's all the cool stuff visually okay. and like oh, all, I don't, the, all, all the, I, like, yeah, go ahead. No, no, sorry, please. Uh, just vi- visually all the Hellraiser stuff they did, like it mm-hmm. is just kind of as a Hellraiser sequel. Excellent. You know, Absolutely. because we're just here to see more Hellraiser bullshit thrown at us. That was my main thing that I wanted to add on was I really enjoyed Jamie Clayton as the hell priest. There were a couple mm-hmm. of lines that, um, because that's oh, it's always tough when you have that iconic stuff. I remember this in Judgment very specifically. Reusing lines is fine. You yeah. can either find you can either do basically the same thing, like have it be the same line, but just do it as like a hey, we remember, you know, nostalgia pop, or you can do it in a recontextualized way. And that one is kind of a re it's a little the we have such sites to show you is kind of a recontext because it's we are taking somebody this is actually us getting to do it sort of thing um in judgment they use they use jesus wept and we have such sites to show you in very poor way <laughs> oh, <laughs> to the point Je- that i was jesus like jesus wept is such a good line it's such a good line and i think it should only be delivered by that actor every time Right. He he is the only person who nailed that delivery. Everyone else who tries it, it burns into cinder because of how not good they get it because he was so good. You know uh, which movie does an excellent recontextualization of a famous line? Which uh, the, movie? The remake of Planet of the Apes. Uh, okay. When Draco Malfoy is being handled by uh by what's his face the, the main chimp caesar yes and he says get your damn hands off me. yes <laughs> whatever <laughs> and caesar speaks for the first time yeah! and goes no the theater went fucking wild ba- yeah, they they went fully bananas bananas yeah. <laughs> it's the one movie where you're allowed to <laughs> you're allowed to say bananas of course i know it's it's the most apt but yeah. um the hell priest has two lines that i really loved which were uh it one was fine, but it was just like a good like line because of again, they play it uh Doug Bradley treats it more essentially like a disciplinarian almost in terms mm-hmm. of the role. Like it is about the pl- the pain and the pleasure, but it is more like he is sort of an enforcing body, if that makes sense. Like you opened the box, we came, yeah. them's the rules. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. This hell priest I like because 
they get a joy from it. You can tell they're reserved. They're not, they're like composed, but you can tell that they want it to continue. Like one of the lines they have is greater delights await. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, you can tell they are hype for it while like trying to tempt and tease Riley to continue. And the other one is my actual favorite line of the movie, which is enough is a myth. And I'm just like, Oh yeah. Hits that line perfectly in the scene. And it's also a great like thing about, you know, how addiction sometimes is with people or it's a perfect Hellraiser line because Hellraiser is about pushing the limits of experience into this horror situation that it goes into. Yeah. Which does bring me into what I want to talk about next, unfortunately, which is like in the Nighthouse, the metaphor was about dealing with depression, thoughts of suicide. Cryptic metaphor. And in this one, it is about drug addiction. Yeah. There is no there is no essay to write. There is nothing to figure out. It is could not be more clear written. Like what is happening here? Uh and it's it's good even, you know, like the, yeah, it's not like, even cons- bad. Yeah. conceptually it's good. It's just the execution is so sloppy. I mean, my phone has been going off nonstop oh, no. this episode yeah, for oh, various shit. reasons. I keep finding different ways to silence it and it keeps finding a new thing that beats my silencing. Different that keeps I'm going. I'm so sorry. No, no, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, But yes, the, it's just, it, I wish it wasn't so on the nose. Absolutely. I get, honestly, I was even like, I the same with you. Like the execution is pretty sloppy and kind of like a little ham-fisted with. It's ham-fisted. It's not even sloppy. It's exactly. Just, it's too clean. It's and just so, it's, that's really the thing. It's just there. And you're like, yeah. yep, I got it 10 minutes in. No, we're good. Yeah. Um, I was even pushing back a little bit. Not that, I mean, stories about addiction should absolutely be told. It'd be great. Hellraiser is an interesting choice for that. Just because addiction almost feels unfair, I guess, to it. Because Hellraiser is about the, like, temptation and the choice of it. You know what I mean? It always feels very Garden of Eden, like Adam and Eve style with it. Where it's this promise of something and the promise is fulfilled in not in the way we think of it. Whereas addiction I always see as something, like, that can't be helped like it is a disease it, it is something someone struggles against but is an involuntary you know action in a lot of ways so having that in the model of like the box you opened it sort of thing feels yeah. very or like about desire and temptation i don't know it, it that's i think so i also I in mean, the execution department as well yeah. like i think you'd absolutely be correct for the original hellraiser yeah the rule, the rule changes they made to how it works are Help. specifically like what make it work. Yes, I agree. I agree. Absolutely on the nose, perfectly for this. Because once again, <laughs> we so have the situation big. where it's like uh, Riley doesn't really want to use the box, but she feels that she has to for a reason. Yeah, and she keeps okay. hurting all of her loved ones, even though yeah. she's not taught. You know, it's just again, execu- it's just, yeah. I think the execution part of it is that it is so comical. Because they didn't want to make Riley just a bad person who knowingly commits murder to right. her friends and family. You know what I mean? Like, the second the second kill is the one that I always think of. The second configuration is she just... The woman is like, I am getting this away from you. She's like, 
hold on a second. And then she just gets in a fight and fucking kills. <laughs> like, yep. she opens and closes that shit on her and it's like, oh, oh no. And then runs away. And I'm like, yeah, I. Because she hurt the one it. who was trying to stop yeah, her exactly. from pursuing her addiction. Exactly. It just, again, it, talking about the execution, is, it feels very like, huh? Like, very silly with it. And then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, of course, that's what that is, sort of thing. But it doesn't, like, feel, I guess, narratively as satisfying as I thought it would be. No. And uh, and she wins by not using the box anymore. Correct. Right? Like, Absolutely. it's. She's right at the threshold. She can choose resurrection for her brother. She does not know what will happen if she picks that for sure. But she's pretty sure it's going to be fucked up. It's going to be bad. So, yeah. She's like, you know what? It, this is not ever going to bring me what I want. Correct. Whereas the antagonist, the millionaire, Voight, Voight. Uh, is like, no, if I keep using this, I'm pretty sure I can. One of these is going to work. <laughs> yeah, which is why... Uh, enough is a myth is such a good line but then like so hokey and on the nose when you apply it to the metaphor exactly she's telling you very directly hey this is the point of the movie we're addiction yeah yeah (laughs) thank you i got it Um, and i just somebody just needs to tell these these this trio of people like guys just Cool it. You're so close to making <laughs> things that are so fucking good. If you can just relax for one second, think, think of your about idea, what you're doing, and then stop and do another run through of the script where you go. Let's try to make it less there yeah, in front need, of your face. Like, they need one other writer to come in with a. <laughs> all they do is they come in with a red pen and they they just strike no. through anything that makes it too obvious. Too obvious. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like, but you left us with five minutes of content. You better start you. writing then. It's on you. Better start writing. Write 85 more minutes. Yeah. Get it out of here. Incredible. And then we'd have, we'd have a, new, a, a new era of horror on it the horizon. It would be great. Because, you know? again, the directing is really good for a lot of this. Like, yeah. you, the, even what I was talking about of, like, the weird things, it's a lot of just, like, character decisions. But, like, the flow of everything feels pretty good. You know, you don't feel like it's, like, lagging or moving too fast or right. slow in a lot of parts. Yeah, so. no, totally. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I cared about mentioning was I really like the way that uh, Matt and Colin's relationship is handled. Yeah. Because they, it's one of two places They're where I know for... bad. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of the two places uh, where I've noticed that people do this in what I feel is, like, a good way in which is they just have a queer relationship that yeah. is not it it really they could be straight it could be a man and a woman that's exactly it, it, like the thing. it makes no no difference it they just happen they just happen to be gay and they're not playing stereotypes and it has nothing to do with character flaws or anything like that yeah the other time that i that like i always think about as being a really good example of this is Clyde Barker's story in the hills of the cities <laughs> which is a grotesque story about yeah but they like people Towns yeah. of people attaching themselves to each other to become giants so that they can fight. You have to read it. An unbelievable story. <laughs> uh, but that one has full-on explicit sexual scenes Splooge, between two I believe, men. Is the phrase that's used. That's the one that's used in uh, the Hellbound Heart. I don't know if it's again Ooh. used here. Uh, I think he. Oh, I don't I know if he mentions <laughs> the splooge. I think he just talks about the the salty flavor the of it. Yes. Um, <laughs> 
but that's what I'm saying. He just he just directly has a sex scene. Yeah. Once again, doesn't really have anything to do with other gay. It's just about like a relationship that is falling apart while this horrible <laughs> thing is happening. Everything's uh, falling apart in that story. <laughs> yeah. So I I love that in a movie that is very popular, they do have two queer characters that are just just yeah. there and just dating each other. Exactly. And it is fine. Um, it is one of the one of the good examples you one can bring up of like. Why don't they just do that? Why do they have to be or whatever? But that's they do it here. They do exactly yeah. here, and it works a treat. Like which is also it's it's a fucking shame that that is something that like I need to, to like like give out as a compliment, right? Absolutely. Like that uh, should be yeah. ab- abundant to some degree, even just in a few, right? I shouldn't. In how many episodes have we done? This shouldn't be the only one I get to call out. Exactly, like, it's, it's wild. I don't. I can't uh. even think of another movie. It's just it's insane. So big props for that. Um. <laughs> I, and I don't know whether to leave it at Mr. Cool or Smiley Face, honestly. Leave it at Mr. So were you at a Mr. Cool or were you I don't, at Smiley Face? I'm saying I don't know where to leave it. I don't know which which place to go. Um, it's, honestly, uh, yeah. I'm I'm kind of it, – it only works we, – we only have what we have, but I think I want to specify that it is a low Mr. Cool. Because I really – this thing, I, I really go like Smiley. even – even in the like little stuff, I really enjoy. They very clearly got the vibe right on all of the Cenobite. Like, yeah. the Asphyx is essentially another muscle. Like, it just walks around and is creepy. But, like, you hear it's horrible because it's got a piece of skin, like, in front of its face, pulled back by these, like, yeah. metal devices on its back. So it's just always this, like, like stuck tight up onto its face as it's just breathing this horrid breath and like it sits in your body how it is like it, it's all so effectively done that i'm like i can't just give this this can't have the same rating as most of the other hellraisers you know what i mean that's fair that's unfair to this movie even though it is kind of goofy <laughs> i'm with you i want to give it i i want to it's that, at the end of the day, that's the thing. It's like, I want to give it a mystery. And just because it's... Ob- I'll say this. Just because the story, the theme is very obvious and on the nose, doesn't mean that it isn't a put-together story. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, no, it totally works. It's, that's the yeah. only... I feel like we're we just, trying to like talk. Our, we're looking for an excuse not to, but we like we're like we can't think of a reason why we shouldn't. Well, it's just one of those things where it's like I'm not sure that in my opinion it's actually a Mr. Cool. Yeah. But I want to give it a Mr. Cool, and in I the rating system. That kind of makes it a Mr. Cool, right? Because what are you going to do with it? You're going to tell people, yeah, yeah, like, hey, you should watch Hellraiser. That's Uh, I think that's yeah, and that's where we landed on the Nighthouse as well, right? If we gave the Nighthouse Mr. Cool, we I don't actually don't have the rating in here. I'm adding it now, so I I feel like it's going to be Mr. Cool as well. Okay, because at this point we've talked about it enough. I would tell people to watch the Nighthouse. That's the thing, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, Mr. You know what? Mr. And we cool. and we 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 shit enough on these people for their for their use of <laughs> we metaphor. We take their lumps. So once yeah. we gotta let them come out of the other yeah. side with a certificate. Yeah, of, you, you get know. a piece of coal, but like you get you get Mr. Cool. There. So. <laughs> that's that's all I have for the for absolutely the night house. for uh, for Hell the night house again. The night house part two. Hell raised. Hell raised. Take us out of here. Uh, yep, I want to thank Isaac Astoria for a wonderful theme song, Dead Walk, and Melanie for running their Instagram. You can catch Melanie or John from Eyes of Astoria in various episodes. You can find out which ones those are by checking out 
thebloodystream.com under podcast people as well as various other guests absolutely a big shout out to our sister podcast downtime with john and emily the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything you can find them on getdowny.com or on social media at downy siblings d-o-w-n-e-y siblings as in brother and sister gee i was faltering so bad there you can find us on twitter and instagram at bloody stream pod and we will talk to you same bloody time same bloody channel